you're going to see a huge winter sale discount for Shadow Stocking 101. You can find it in the show notes. This is my course that teaches all about reality, the overworld, the underworld, and learning how to use liminal awareness to gain skills and mastery and liberation here in this lifetime. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. I have not recorded in so very long. And I have a list about a mile long of topics that I want to talk about. And I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to record on today. So I just started kind of looking over my list here. And everything is popping out at me as important topics for us, our group, our circle, who are stalking shadow and working on their consciousness training and developing a practice of self-study. And that's really what I'm here for, is to allow a short period of time and space to kind of spark some inner work and maybe get you going on something. And I always suggest that you do a little something with these episodes, like you respond to them. Definitely, I would love to hear from you. I love hearing what your response is to these. You can do that on Instagram or email me. Um, or just in your journal, respond in your journal. If you want deeper work, you can always get my course, Shadow Stalking 101. The, uh, the, 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 the link is in the show notes. And I've got lots of other courses. In fact, um, I'm revamping my Slayer Dragons course and Guardians of Manifestation and Truth right now, which is really exciting. I These courses are going to come back around pretty soon, and um, I've stalled a little bit in, in launching these, and I think it's because there's going to be some changes. And so that's what I'm working on right now. I've been working on revamping those and that's very exciting. And those are, are come together now. Slayer Dragons and Guardians are a two-part series. So um, also, I guess I just want to say thanks again for all of the listeners who keep coming back, who let me know what you think about the these things and are... Um, are, are, you know, sharing this with your people. I really appreciate that. So out of my topic list here, I think what I want to talk about, well, I guess I'm going to start talking about it. So it's more than thinking is what is our role of what's our role? What's our responsibility for future generations? Is there, do we have a responsibility? Is there anything that I want to be doing now for future gen. Most of us don't think about that. Most of us, I've got to be honest, and you're probably going to, you know, sheepishly raise your hand here. Think about what previous generations have done for me. 
And have they left me a difficult world? Have they whatever? And I know some people and people even bring this to me, talk about working with ancestors and that kind of thing and and bringing them into our process. And what I would suggest around that is honor your ancestors and forgive them. Work on recapitulation of whatever happened in your lineage. And if you if you want to learn how to do somatic recapitulation, get a coach. Work with me or work with somebody that you can find on my website under the coaches tab. And uh, learn how to recapitulate your past and the past of your lineage. You know, this is lineage shadow stuff. And and so turning, it's a really interesting thing because I talk a lot about not future tripping and not being in the future. What's, you know, what I'm trying to get to. But in this case, we're going to kind of do a flip reversal mirror uh, upside down world thing. And I'm going to suggest that instead of being constantly focused on uh, my ancestors, getting help from ancestors, um, bringing them into my work, is to be the ancestor for this future world. Be the ancestor. That's what consciousness training allows us to do is get mature, spiritual maturity, to evolve our soul so that we can be the one that we're looking for. We can be the ancestor for the future. How do I do that? How do I become the ancestor for my great-great-grandchildren that I will never know? And, well, some of you might. I actually know a great-great-grandmother. But, you know, most of us will not know our... um, who's going to inherit our epigenetics, who's going to inherit this world from us. But we can hold the space for that. We can make our work today an offering to those future people, generations, planet, plants, animals. Who do we want to be for them today? I think that that one of the good things about that is that We're all a little bit selfish or narcissistic or self-centered when it comes to process, you know, my personal history, my difficulties, my past, my issues, my, my, my. And it's it's just a it's a lot of self-concern. Some of us get really good at chi donation and we make it about it's not all about us. We make it about what our contribution is. Some of us do that too. Uh, as a spiritual bypass too, by the way, um, you can be not focusing on your own personal history, not doing the recapitulation work and just making it around, you know, trying to fix things or, you know, what your contribution is politically or something. And that's also, that also can be a bypass. It can be a bypass of the personal pain, you know, whatever's in shadow, whatever I've put into shadow and haven't been dealing with or been avoiding. And for some of us, and maybe recently, Um, our chickens have come home to roost. That often happens around these, you know, heavy astrological uh, lineups. And um, I feel like uh, some of us can relate to that, having having the time is now. The time is now to work with our stuff. So we work with our stuff and we develop a strong character. That means I have a conscious, conscience, I'm stopping committing crimes. <laughs> and if you think you're not a person who commits crimes, crimes, just think about all the times you, 
you know, I don't know, you know better, but you take a, you take a, you, you know, you, you keep, you keep the change when somebody gave you too much change or you, you know, you steal a parking space from somebody else. You jump in, you jump ahead of somebody, you grab the table. So the person actually with their coffee and their pastry can't sit down because you took it, even though you don't have your coffee and pastry, you know, these little crimes we're always kind of, I shouldn't say we're always, we have been some of us unconsciously self-centered in our life. So we want to start being the ancestor, the one with the the strong character, the strong code of honor. We want to be we want to be the honorable ancestor right now. We want to be treating our planet with respect. So, you know, this is a tall order for some of us. If we're living a a lifestyle of waste, consumerism, um toxifying our environment if we don't care about where our waste goes if we're just excited that it gets you know taken away if we're not concerned about those kinds of things we're not being a great ancestor so so start to really whittle away and it's just like eating the elephant you do it one bite at a time it's not about going and throwing all your stuff away and making everything made out of bamboo or something that's that's another spiritual bypass pretending you can fix something by having the right material item or this zero waste chaos. It's like there's no one human who won't make five trash cans full of waste and they're going to save the environment. I hate to say it, but that's ridiculous. Not that you shouldn't try to not consume a bunch of packaging or something, but your your waste is nothing compared to the corporate use of resources and waste that's happening out there. So not to blame them, but to get the focus where it belongs. Do your best with your personal impact. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. You know, do your best. I happen to live on an off-grid property. I have my own water that comes out of the ground. You know, these are choices I made. We've had a lot of hardships from living this way. You know, it's not easy to make these. So, So you do the best you can. You know, and I and I'm not suggesting you trade in your car for an electric car either. I think there's a lot of problems with the so-called green industry. So that's not necessarily the answer is you fixing it by making a change. But what you can do is have a major effect on your character, your attitude, your grace, how you treat people, how you are when you're driving down the road, how you treat other drivers. If you help people across the street, you know, be a Boy Scout. This is this is really like, you know, the code of honor, being a good ancestor is like any code of honor where, you know, we want to be uh, courteous, kind, all of those things. You know, look at the Boy Scout code. That's being a good ancestor. So when you're getting into your, mystical spiritual mood maybe you're lighting incense you're you're lighting candles you're meditating instead of bringing in the ghosts of the past attend to your own ghosts these are the impressions samskaras in sanskrit there can be good samskaras too most of us carry kind of negative draining samskaras from our own personal traumas personal history Again, get a coach if you don't know how to naturally do that. We don't do it through thinking. If you're talking about your traumas and your personal history without doing somatic work, it's probably why you feel stuck. 
get some somatic work done. And I'm not saying that archetypal somatics, the work that I teach is the best way to do this. It's one way to do it, but make sure you're working with your symbolic world and your somatic world. You're doing this in body, not just through talking or through the mind. So attend to your own history and then be in the world today as that ancestor, as that force. And it will be felt, I promise you, it will be felt for future generations that the moves you make, it might mean working on, you know, having less waste in your life. It might mean all of those things. It might mean consuming less. It might mean, you know, not just uh, taking things for granted. It might mean, care. you know, one thing, and this is a feng shui thing, and this is a Eastern tradition, you know, the Japanese culture is really probably the exemplar here is that each of your items is cared for, loved, repaired. The kintsugi thing of of a broken vase being repaired with gold, you know, instead of throwing it away, we repair our things. We don't just consume, 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 but we we have really beautiful things that we care about and we take care of. And, you know, that's a fun thing, maybe, um, to check out your environment, check out the thing. If there's things that are dragging your energy down that are just ugly to you, broken, um, in your way, maybe you have too many things, it's a really great time to start uh, getting rid of some of that stuff. So we're pruning here. We're not chopping down the forest. We're pruning we're making each tree beautiful and we're going through space like that where we're making our day beautiful by being kind to ourselves and others. And, you know, that's a whole other topic that um, is on my list here is, you know, the self, the self kindness, kindness to self and coming out of how to come out of that. Maybe I'll record that next, how to come out of berating self, you know, over and over and, and how to stop those patterns, those old patterns. So being kind to self, being kind to others, consuming less, um, pruning, being more discerning, and, and not being a pushover or fawning or people-pleasing all the time, but really like making yourself important and what, what you want important so that um, you're not just going along with what other people want, um, particularly if it's harmful. You know, if you're doing things that you don't actually want to do and they're harmful to you, your body, your environment, something else, um, you know, if you're working in a job that you just ethically don't agree with because, you know, let's say your company's getting rich because it's, you know, enslaving another culture, quit, you know, find a job that's more in line with your ethics, Um so, so this is the pruning process. This is the getting honorable, being the ancestor that you want to be here in this realm for your future people. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com 
And you can find me on Instagram at Synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.